0: Welcome back to What's Happening, this is episode 6. My name is Maddie, I'm a sophomore, I'm homeschooled, and a fun fact about me is I sing.
1: You sing. She does sing very well, I'll give her that, and Lainey, Thank would you, you agree with that?
0: For sure, yeah.
1: Okay, I just totally intro Lainey, I forgot what it means <laughs> Lainey to say. So Lainey, tell us your name, where you go to school, your grade, something fun, a fun fact about you.
2: I'm Lainey, I'm a sophomore at Central High School and I play tennis.
1: You play tennis? Yes. Are you good? Yeah, I am. Okay, cool. Because I'm not, and like I always just get really salty that I'm not good I feel like tennis is one of those things that if you're good at, it's like, cool. Like, oh, you play tennis. All right. Well, we are on week six, and so I hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast thus far. I'm excited because uh, we do yeah. not had too many Central people on, and so I'm glad that, that Lainey's here repping for Central. And then uh, Maddie's also our first homeschool student, so congratulations. How does that feel?
0: Feels weird.
1: Feels weird? Okay. Well, it's good. And so I was I was homeschooled, too. So I feel like I turned out all right. It's weird. it's weird. Okay, I'm weird. All right. Well, one of the main questions we always ask on this podcast is because this is a podcast by students and for students. So I have got to ask, what is God teaching you as a student right now? That if you were to sit down maybe have coffee or tell somebody what's going on in your life, what is something you would say God is teaching you? Lainey, you can go first.
2: Oh, um, something that God's been teaching me is to trust him and that it's okay that I can't always be in control, and I need to learn to let go and let
0: Him. Mm. Something that God's been teaching me is to not put your worth into other people because they will let you down, but to put your faith and your trust into God and put your worth into Him because He'll never fail you.
1: So you said something, so I I I want to dig in on that a little bit, Miss Maddie. You said some people will let you down, so Jesus calls us to be in community with each other, but then also, you know, put our faith and our trust in Him. So how do you how do you balance that? Because people are going to let you down. So as a follower of Jesus, what do you think is the balance between, like, you know what, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. that tension.
0: I feel like with people, they're there to help you grow closer to God, but you don't need to always, when you have a problem, you go to them, but they're not your only source. You have to go to the Father, and you have to put your faith and trust into Him, because, like, People will, like, we live in a world that they will let you down and they will fail you and they'll turn their back on you. But God is someone who will never fail you and will never turn his back on you.
1: Okay, so it's almost like they're there, but your worth doesn't come from them. So, like, Mm -hmm. if something happens. So, Lainey, would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I think, so here's what I'm going to ask you, Lainey, because I know both of you are in the same life group. And so you guys are, we feel like we push life groups all the time on this podcast, but they're awesome. So tell us a little bit about your life group and what your life group looks like and how do you walk out What like a Jesus, we call ourselves a Jesus family, so how do you guys live that out within your life group?
2: We have a really good life group and we've been together for what probably three? Three or, three four, or four, years. four years. So we're all pretty close but we all go to different schools and I think that the mixture of schools is really good because we don't see each other every single day so like at school we're not relying on each other and so we're forced to go out and like, talk to other people and spread Jesus to other people. And we all trust each other. Like, we're really close. So, that's it's a really good group.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the things in, like, I think you said at cool is that your life group, in my opinion, is very different. Um, you guys go to different schools. You guys also have different grades. And so, um, I feel like that can present its challenges at some times, mm-hmm. but it also has its perks where you guys are able to support each other and, like you said, kind of spread Jesus in your community. And I know. Maddie, you're homeschooled. And so tell us a little bit about like how does that affect your faith and how you follow Jesus being homeschooled?
0: I feel like my faith is really tested because I'm at home all the time and you don't really like you don't get out and you don't get and you don't get to like you don't get to spread the word as easily because you don't go to school and you're not like, "Hey, Let's have a conversation about God. You know, you have you're at home, you're by yourself, and so you have to like actually get out and in the world. You have to like in your daily life, you have to go up to people and you're like, Hey, how are you? Do you know God? Do You have a church home because if you don't have a church home, come to Southern Hills or services, you know, and you just you have to get out. You don't you can't stay in the same group and you can't stay in the same. You know life group because you have your life group but you also have to branch out and you have to talk to new people because there are a lot of homeschoolers that are, that go to Southern Hills now and they don't really have like a good good community because they don't they don't have you know people around them all the time so it's you know it's hard to you know branch out and get out
1: and then Laney obviously you go to Central which is a larger you know public high school so uh, when it comes to following your faith, a lot of times we say this in nine twelve. it's like we are not, like the The church is not a service, the church is not nine twelve. the church is not, like we don't meet at 7 p.m., like the church is a group of people that live out their faith throughout the week. And so for you in the public school system, how is your faith challenged? And then how do you kind of rise to that challenge? Does that make sense?
2: Sometimes it's really hard being a Christian in a public school because you're surrounded by a lot of people that are not, and a lot of people aren't really accepting of that. And you don't want to, like, force yourself onto other people. So I find a lot of strength in surrounding myself with people who are Christian. And so as a group, we're able to, like, have confidence in each other and spread what we believe to other people at our school.
1: And that's awesome. When you live, like, kind of in that biblical community, I think that's where mm-hmm. it comes out the most. And I think it's also hard because I don't know if you've experienced this, language, but there's almost like a stereotype On Christians of like, oh, they don't like to have fun, or they're just judgmental, and it was like, uh, you know, it's like sometimes we do, yeah, sometimes we are we're we're mean or we we judge people, but it's like I think most of the time, like, we're we're all genuinely pretty loving people if you would just Mm -hmm. like, but once people like come in and get to know us as followers of Jesus, they're like, oh, like these people aren't like crazy cold people, like that we just (laughs) love Jesus. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I can definitely say my friend group like. We're all Christian and we get judged a lot because everyone thinks like we're the good kids and, you know, that we think we're too good for everyone else. But when it comes down to it, we're not. And we do want to be friends with everyone.
1: I think it's true. It's like a lot of times as Christians, we get accused of we're too good for everybody Mm -hmm. else. I actually know it's the exact opposite. We're a bunch of like broken people and Mm -hmm. we admit we're broken. And so we need a savior. And so it's tough. What about um, this idea that? you guys are student leaders. And so, if you guys don't know, we have what's called Student Collective. It's our student leadership group. And both Lainey and Maddie are a part of Student Collective. And so, you guys are sophomores. You guys are actually a part of it as freshmen, which says a lot about you and your leadership skills. But as, like, first off, can you explain, like, maybe people that are listening that don't know what Student Collective is, and then, like, what do you do in Student Collective?
2: So, Student Collective, it's a group of students at a bunch of different schools in every grade. And we come together and we meet like every few months. And we just talk about life. We talk about how we can spread the gospel to people at our schools, outside of our schools. And we just give each other strength and encourage each other.
0: I feel like also a student collective it's a way that we can learn in the 912 community and just in community in general how to help lead people as students towards Christ and how to like help them with problems because there could be you know like a leader helping someone else and but if you need something we're here and we're learning and growing on how to help others with their relationship with Christ.
1: I know Maddie experienced this learning and growing like firsthand because what what was it about a month ago? Maddie, we made you. Did I say Lainey? Did I say Lainey? No, I you say said Maddie? Maddie. Okay, Maddie. Did, did we? Uh, what did we do to you on a few weeks ago?
0: I started singing on stage.
1: On stage, you just see. Uh, you, I know through your podcast you can't see, but she's currently blushing right now. And so I have known for a while that you could sing. It was a matter of getting you on stage. So what do you think? Be honest, like. A lot of times when people get up on stage or something like that, like people look at you and go, Oh, look, they're so cool or they're a leader, but like it's nerve wracking. It's scary. So what would you say to somebody who one might be considering it and two, like how do you trust in Jesus like in that process?
0: I feel like if someone wants to get into singing on stage or like playing an instrument, you have to remember that you're not there for everyone else, like in the crowd. You're there for to worship the Lord and you're there to help, you know, lead people. You're not there to put on a show, you're not there to, you know, Get glory towards yourself. You're there to glorify God, and something. What was the other question? Sorry.
1: Like how do you? Like, so when you get nervous, how do you lead in that? Yeah.
0: When you get nervous, um, something that my friend Austin Faulkner actually taught me is you deep breath in, deep breath out, and you just go out and you live your life like Jesus, and you don't, you know, you don't worry about what anyone else has to say. You're just you're there to worship the Lord.
1: Yeah. I think the worship team. Like gets a lot of I don't want can I say clout is that allowed Yeah like, can I sure say that? okay yeah. I don't know if I was too old to say that but a lot of times it's the worship team that everyone's like oh they're so cool like they sing or the band because they can play instruments or something like that and like Lainey I know you don't you don't sing I've asked and you told me <laughs> you don't so I'll just take your word on it but what do you to somebody else, someone's like oh I don't want to I don't want to be a student collective I can't sing or I don't have any sense I don't want to get on stage like if you look at the Southern Hills staff there's only about Six of us at most that get on stage like on a regular basis, and the rest are all like behind the scenes making it happen. So, as a student collective, like how do you serve in general and then like in the 912 family that's like, hey, like I may not be able to sing, but I can still serve Jesus in this way?
2: So, I don't like being on stage at all. Um, you straight up
1: told me no. I asked yeah. you, I asked you like no, like not even close. I was like, didn't even hesitate. No, like yeah.
0: She literally texted me and said, Trey just asked me to go on stage. I've never said no faster. <laughs> I yeah, know, like, I, was I like, he's
1: never texted me back that <laughs> fast. So I talked her to the podcast. So that, that's, that's a way. So.
2: But I serve in Treehouse on Sunday mornings with the younger kids. And then in 912, um, I just, I'm really good at one-on-one conversations. So I greet people. I talk to people that I don't know. Which I think is just as important as being on stage because you make a connection with people, so
1: Yeah, I think everybody has different gifts, but sometimes like, like I like said earlier, those different gifts, gifts get more value and so you don't ever want to take from from one to like oh they're better, but it's like no, like connecting with that one student who has no idea who Maddie is just sees her, but now that like you they have a name, and they've made a connection at nine twelve and so um, now you guys are sophomores and so the last two weeks we've had um, freshmen that had we called them freshman feature. We had just fresh two weeks in a row of just freshmen. But now that you're a sophomore, what is some advice? Maybe so there's some freshmen listening, or even if there's some like upperclassmen that are listening, like but what's something that in high school that you've learned your freshman year about? Maybe it can be about your relationship with the Lord, uh, about Jesus or the church or just or just in general, what was something you would share to them to kinda like say, Hey, like, to Maddie and Laney a year ago, what what's some advice you would give? And you can't say you can prepared for Roma. You gotta have a good one.
0: I feel like not worrying too much about like relationships you know like not worrying about having a boyfriend or girlfriend or oh I don't want to be friends with that person oh I don't I want to be friends with that person I want to be friends with you know like the seniors and stuff I feel like you shouldn't worry too much about being friends with those people but you should worry more towards your relationship with Christ because when you get into high school there are a lot of different temptations that Satan's going to throw at you than when you were in junior high or middle school, because you're older, you'll be able to drive, you'll be able to do this and that, and you'll be going to like parties and stuff. And you just, you can't fall into that. And really focus on your relationship with God and like really grow in your faith your freshman year. I think I would say just be
2: patient. I think sometimes it's hard, like at school, because you see what other people are doing and you're like, oh, I want to do that. I want to have as much fun as them. But you know that as a Christian, what they're doing you really probably shouldn't be doing so it's hard because you want to like be cool but cool isn't good so you just have to wait and know that God is in control and that your time will come and that everything will work out in time.
1: I think you said something too where it's like they describe what they're doing as fun mm-hmm. but I'm like when I see you it's almost like your issues like you're partying or whatever your your. you're The thing is that you're saying you're having fun creates like so much problems in your life but yet you think it's fun so to me it's like let's look at this like in a logical way not even not even like a spiritual sense but I think it was great that uh, both of you hinted at it but you didn't say it outright but what's the importance of having a community like you said when you get older being surrounded by a group of people at school what's the importance of having a Christian community as opposed to like a good community does that make sense like what's the difference
2: a Christian community like they keep you grounded and they like if you're straying off they're not going to be afraid to tell you hey you need to get back on track because they love you and they want to see you have an eternity in heaven with them
0: and I'm going to like Our life group, if you're not in a life group, talk to Trey. Like, you need to be in a life group. Our life group helps keep us, like, accountable. You know, if they see you're, like, falling or you're stumbling and they're like, hey, you are going into the season that you just got out of again. What's going on? You know, and they help you stay accountable with Christ, and they don't want to see you, like, suffer, and they're here to, like, help you.
1: You said keep you accountable. So, like, does your life group help keep you accountable, like, in your Bible, like, in your reading your Bible, like, that kind of stuff, but also just, like, decisions, you know, Mm -hmm. is it both?
0: Yeah, like Elena will see that we're like, or even Clara, or even one of the girls that we're in a life group with, they'll see that we're struggling and we'll get a text like, hey, what's going on? And you'll like tell them and they'll like spread those, like give you Bible verses, devotionals. They'll be like, I'm praying for you. It's just, it's really helpful.
1: That's awesome. Lainey, what do you think about?
0: I think when it comes down to it, like
2: they want what's best for you. Even if it seems harsh sometimes, a biblical community, like they'll tell you how it is because what it is, you know, you need to know because that's what's important. Yeah, they don't sugarcoat it. No, just
1: they just, they just go for it. <laughs> they just go for it. Oh yeah, if Claire, if Claire, Elena if you're listening, we know you guys don't sugarcoat it. You Yeah. No. Like it is. Uh, last question. This last week, uh, we we did our you own the night, where it's basically we just have a bunch of students uh, that kind of run service. So I don't preach. I don't really do a whole lot. Instead, it's all student led. And so. We've actually been moving to, like, a model that's more student-led with, like, student-led worship and, like, that kind of stuff. So why, why, or just give a reason why you think it's important to do those kind of things where it's student-led instead of just sitting back and watching.
0: I feel like when you're in, the, in like, the audience, you know, and you're not on stage and you look and you're like, oh, Alex Sieg, Austin Faulkner, Catherine, like, they're on stage and they're worshiping God and, like, oh, Will Smith went up and he preached. I feel like it's really important because you realize, like, oh, it's not just adults that, like, have a good relationship with Christ. You can be young and you can be so strong in your faith. And I feel like it's really important for people to see that because then they're like, oh, maybe I should, like, grow in my faith and have a better relationship with God.
1: I think there's a – maybe I can ask you this because I've always wanted to ask some of the younger – but the freshmen haven't really been exposed to nine twelve as much because of COVID. But as you guys, is there – I felt like there's a student that I talked to recently, and he basically told me, he's like, hey, Trey, like, I see some of those guys on stage, and it's almost like those guys have all their, their junk together, you know, and it's like, so they see themselves as this broken individual, and they look up, and they see these people on stage, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I, I think there's, it's knowing that you're not perfect, and it's like, going up there, like, would you guys agree with that?
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, I know a lot of those guys, so it's never this, like, pressure of, like, oh, like, I'll never be like them. No, I think it's all of us are broken human beings that love Jesus, and so, um, if you're listening you ever thought that, I don't know. That just came a like, my
0: mind. And know? something is like, everyone thinks, oh, they go on stage. They're so confident. Yeah. No, like behind stage, I'm freaking out. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm freaking out. I'm shaking. Like, I'm so stressed.
1: At least four times... Every at least four or five times. Every time Maddie takes the stage, I'm like Maddie, chill out. You got this. Like Maddie, chill out. I've told Trey
0: like I did. I thought about not coming. I get so worried, and that's like one thing that I really need to work on is not worrying because I'm not there for all the people out there. I'm there for God.
1: Yeah, you get that right, Lainey. Any last thoughts before we go?
2: Um, I think it's really important, like the student led nights, because it also gives students who aren't comfortable being on stage a chance to use their talents and stuff. Like I. On student nights I get to help greet people I get to help pass out communion mm-hmm. stuff like that and so it's good for other students to see like you're not too young to help everyone can be useful in some way
1: yeah it's awesome you guys are awesome it's cool to see as sophomores how uh, how far you guys have come in your faith uh, we have reached our time limit so any la- I mean, you're on a podcast any last words <laughs> like anything cool like I don't know Do you have like a catchphrase I feel like you two are always together since you're such good friends like we have trucker, you guys don't have anything. No, like we're laddie. cool. No, we're laddie, cool. yeah, we're actually yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, Laddie. Okay, that's a thing. Okay, we just did a good thing okay. here on the Nine Twelve Podcast. But we hope this podcast has helped you grow closer to Jesus. Maddie and Lainey, thank you so much for being a part of it. Uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Laddie out. Oh, that was that was cool. Yeah. We're